And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old, 9-year-old, and a virtual Geralt. <laughs> you, okay. If there was ever, ever one way to get you into a PSVR 2 or Request 2 would be if they came out with a VR version. Absolutely. Oh, you would buy, like, it wouldn't even be like a, it'd be the rumor of it coming <laughs> and you would have your order in. Because you are so hot for Geralt. It's it could crazy. just be, yeah, it could be like a regular game and it's just like this Geralt skin. And you're like, okay, all right, I got to get VR. That's it. Pre-ordered. <laughs> the adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. Battery Daddy update. Battery Daddy! <laughs> the fans wanted to know, dads wanted to know, what is the latest with Battery Daddy? The battery organizing tool that was introduced to us by good friends of the show, uh, Bill from A Gamer Looks at 40, uh, which, <laughs> to wit, for his story, it seemed like one of the, this is Sky Mall nonsense, I'm not sure I'm going to use it, but turned out to be an amazing gift. Um, I've asked for this for Christmas. <laughs> Yes. Because, yes. <laughs> because upon reflection, like my son, a of all things, I mean, this is now spiraling into a couple of Toy Stories. My kids have uh, Lego Mario. Yeah. Yep. Which fun little toy that really is great uh, for gaming dads out there. It, it it's much more intricate and well thought out than you'd think. It's not just a cheap tie off. Yep. Um. So small plug to that. But needed some batteries, so you know, <laughs> I went to. What I have is a Ziploc bag okay. full of just batteries bouncing about, acid all over the place. Like it mm-hmm. is, it is just shameful. And then, lo and behold, in a weekly flyer we received was the battery daddy. And my wife remarked upon it, saying, "Oh, battery <laughs> daddy!" And I was like, "This is it. <laughs> this is exactly what we I made need. it." Look at look at this Ziploc bag. I'm like a Neanderthal of batteries here. <laughs> like I yeah. got to set a good example for my kids about putting things in or- organized and first things first. So fingers everybody cross your fingers for me. <laughs> I'm hopeful that I will have the organizational power that is battery daddy in my home. I hope so too. I'm looking forward to this because like <laughs> we've hyped it up on this show at least for one episode okay. and now we're getting to episode 2. And it's it's gonna be this saga, like, and then maybe I'll get one. So we'll like just we'll do oh, it up. Please. We'll have dual battery daddies in this <laughs> it's, show. It's it's such a perfect coming of age father story because where it, it seems so laughably useless. <laughs> it's just, but but then in a quiet moment of fatherly reflection, it's like this is really good. I would really want this. <laughs> this yes. is very useful because at some point you'll go and look at your pack of batteries and be like. I, again, I'm just a, I'm living in the Stone Age over here. Like, I need some sort of modern solutions for modern battery problems. That's right. So, anyways, Battery Daddy update. Everybody, I will keep you posted on where we end up. Uh, Jeff, how desperate are you to interact with Geralt <laughs> at any particular, like, do you, when you wake up in the morning. Right. How long between that wake up and your first thought of Geralt uh it's funny because my alarm would just be like the music of the <laughs> yeah. of the game you like, <laughs> like that big like 
Irish chorus or whatever that's going through. Yeah, no, I'll wake up and be like, Geralt, where are you? Like, what, what game are you in now? Uh, turns out he's in Fortnite. <laughs> he is in Fortnite, folks. So, because I, I, through tweet, I found out that you had stepped back into Fortnite. Fortnite is having, and I hope you could describe it, I think there's some massive event going on. And at the end of it, um, I don't think it's necessarily tied to it, but I believe Geralt is going to be a playable character. How, how did that all work out? So I saw this update of like chapter four. I don't know. I've been out of Fortnite since I think we played back in oh, <laughs> chapter wow. one or whatever that was. Uh, it wasn't good. Like um, my skills are not great. They yeah, still so to be great. to be clear, like because we're pretty bullish on the game. The game is fine. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah. not good. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am not good at this game at all. Mm-hmm. But I saw chapter four come out and. They had the new Unreal Engine 5.1. So it's got like wow. the Lumen engine. It's got ray tracing. It's got like super resolution. And I'm like, how is this going to work with the aesthetic that they have in Fortnite? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like cartoony and stuff. Mm-hmm. Downloaded it just to see. Step back in. And right in my face is like, hey, Geralt's in the like cutscene. I'm like, oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> my guy. He's, he's casting a spell. This is great. And then like it turns out he's in a battle pass that's like locked 60 days from now. But uh, oh, like, oh really? Oh, uh, yeah. Sad. So it kind of killed my hope a little bit. But I stepped back into this game, and oh my god, it is beautiful. It is a pretty game. Hmm. It has just the color in this thing just pops. So I'm playing on the PS5, so it's just silky smooth. It's got this new Unreal Engine to it, hmm. and wow, like even just the destruction is changed. Like it, everything just seems. Better, um, and not necessarily like more complex by any means. It's just like yeah. you're like playing a Pixar movie. It's pretty wow. crazy, and I would invite anyone to just jump back in and see. It's it's nuts. I was gonna say I wanted to, if we had recorded later, my intention was to download it on my new gaming PC. Yeah, but between that and my Xbox Series S, I think that's the more powerful of the two. It's because I was curious to see it uh, and even just to kind of experience this moment. There's just I continue to be impressed with this series. They they have no reason to go this hard. No. It is a money-making, it is just an absolute money machine that people adore and love and is competitive. It's, you know, it makes Twitch stars, right? So, but they go so hard, constant content, huge uh, events like this, like new characters all the time. And even with this event, it's not just, the same game with some extra rewards like this is although you'd have to you know more of it than i do like it's a a big cataclysmic event again where everything shifts and changes and it's not even competitive you just all experience it is that right yeah yeah so it's like when you start out like that's kind of the arena and then you can go into the modes that are the usual modes the no build mode uh, I haven't experienced that, so that is fantastic. I think um, we talked about that a few. That's right. Yeah, tens of dozens of episodes ago. Um, <laughs> but it's something again that, like you were saying, they don't have to mess with this formula. Like a lot of the mm. times when you have something winning like this, you just kind of tweak it a little bit because you don't want to lose your player base. You don't want to, you know, revise the whole thing. But oh my god, like mm. props to this game if you like it or not. They mm. do crazy stuff with this game like ripping the map apart, having, you know, bands performing it, introducing a whole new graphics engine, right? Like, yeah. 
this is like their test baby and it's just i don't know i think it's got to be paying dividends for them it sucked me back in so like <laughs> you know as a, a player that doesn't really go for the fortnights um i was having a blast just even again just experiencing the world it is so pretty yeah, i would I kind you... of relate it to almost the um what was the one you were playing phoenix rising mm, that's right yep. just like that but like just think like again just Pixar movie like you're playing this mm. Pixar movie everything is just beautiful to look at I got murdered so many times because I was looking <laughs> at like how the chests would you know they glow mm -hmm. but they are like reflections and ambient occlusion and like everything I'm like oh my god look at this thing and then I would just get shot and dead but like it was it was a good experience and again it's free to play you know you're not yeah. doing anything unless you want Geralt and then you pay for the battle pass which I don't know it's, I might want truly... my boy Geralt I'm not, I'm not sure yet God, that would be such a, especially if it's like level 60, like you would have to commit. This you Again, this, this really depends on how desperate you wake up for Geralt each morning. Because <laughs> you would have to commit to grinding Fortnite I for would. like a month or two. I know. Oh, that'd be fat. That'd be such a, I, I would be here for Are you challenging me on the show? <laughs> kind of. I'll be honest. Like that would be, I would love to see. The game is fun. You and I have had some fun with this game. It, yeah. we, it's not one that you and I constantly come back to. No. But vis-a-vis -vis your new deck, your new Steam Deck, or on your... I think yes. Steam Deck's going to serve you better, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. Could you commit to sticking in it for... I don't know how long it takes, especially for someone who... No offense. Not, not good, good at, at the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest. I'm not how, good at the game. How long would it take you to get to Geralt? That would be very know. interesting content. I would. Are we talking? Maybe somebody from our audience can let me know. Like level Ooh, sixty. Is that something that is tens of hours? Or... Yeah. Is that <laughs> how much does Jeff have to commit? Should Jeff commit to it? Reach out. I think that almost feels like a Twitter poll. I think we're going to be putting. I think up. so too. Yeah. So <laughs> please be. Please be we gotta, nice. <laughs> we got to find the right way to word it though, because it can't just be. Do you want to see Jeff suffer? Right. Everybody. Everybody loves that. Yeah. So, of course. That's but, just perfect content. <laughs> keep a eye out on our Twitter or if you have your own opinions on it or can help Jeff with some tips about it, that's at New Dad Gaming on Twitter or NewDadGaming.com. Now, speaking of long, tame, long tail games that dads not, don't necessarily get into, I successfully had my first sort of D&D &D experience, all, oh. thanks, all thanks to VR. So a game exists in the... Specifically, I have Oculus. I think it's for a few other platforms i think it's even flat pc if you want to play it I, I don't think you need vr necessarily it's amazing on it but it's called demio okay uh, hold on the, the spelling was a bit yeah demio or demio. i'm gonna go with demio that seems a little bit better but what demio is it's a, in vr you can imagine that you are sitting in front of a game board like multi-tile game board you can kind of move and shift it around so you're not necessarily stuck in one particular seat and depending you can play it single player Right, so if okay. you want to have a, a just by yourself, which is kind of what the cool thing too is, too, you can control multiple characters. So if you want to go through any number of their campaigns, you can say, okay, me and three other characters I'll control. Let's have this uh, D and D session. Now, for the purists, I understand this is not true D and D, but as far <laughs> as describing it, I'm going to continue to use that. So, forgive me, D and D. Right, right. Uh, so. And what ends up happening is so you, you pop in so and there is about five quests that you can go through okay and each of those it's just three layers of dungeons so it's fairly compact 
and it's a physical board so there's squares and your character can only move so many squares you have a list of spells that you can enact you only have so many actions and it's just this big collaborative act like a game session that you have going through a controlled campaign monsters show wow. up like there's turns like one after the other and what the what two great things firstly that action a board character moving the pieces rolling a dice to see how if you're going to succeed or not uh strategizing okay what's the best way to get this done you know send your rogue stealth around the corner no one sees them get your mage to stun them get your warrior to go up because he's super buff take all the hits their tank tons of fun I, like i've wanted to i've really wanted to play D for quite some time yep but with dad restraints like you can't i don't a let, let's get together a group of like five to ten dads on the same night your first barrier yeah, yeah how is that gonna go for, yes. for four hours or online or otherwise it becomes complicated right yes uh and secondly just not knowing about it so not being able to do the time any number of barriers for me getting into it so enter this game everything happens within an hour i did have one go to two hours because we were doing poorly <laughs> oh no but um just it, so it happened it was awesome it was amazing one of the the cooler parts about it so that at a baseline by yourself if you want to play it controlled campaigns five changes every time because it's you know generative okay oh no now this time there's 20 spiders as opposed to like four and three goblins right uh, but one of the cooler parts which was surprising for myself that i did it was live play live matching oh. so do a quick match and just three other actual humans will pop in and now it's you and these other three collaboratively taking on this challenge that's cool oh it was amazing the one time there's this amazing woman we were playing with and she was like oh sorry i just had to change position because my kids were messing up with the wi-fi and i was losing connection it's like a fellow parent yes this is going great that's right but next thing you know it's like a cast of characters like most of them there's a few instances like one was a lousy like 12 year old snot-nosed kid didn't right. like him <laughs> then <clears throat> other time it's kind of like this rough and tumble dude who's just like swearing and making derogatory marks not all that great but like vast majority just kind of kind of cool people trying to like get out a D game trying to be supportive of each other and you come up with strategies god man i can't believe it. i'm so stoked i'm so stoked that this exists and i got to do it finally yeah that sounds like a, a pretty awesome way to solve a like a big problem to that kind of game right so we talked about just even the timing of things and getting a group together and sitting down but also just the pieces and the the boards and and all the the stuff together so if you have that virtual space i've always been interested in kind of you know that tabletop kind of area in vr that'd be a a a cool way to kind of bring Mm -hmm. people together it's very clean and easy to do you might look a little bit weird to your wife or partner that's walking around (laughs) you're like talking to the wall and then talking to the (laughs) other side of the room but uh, it's a good way to solve it and even just to dip your toes in and, you know, even mm-hmm. practice because, you know, D&D sessions can get pretty involved. But like you were saying, like maybe an hour session, sometimes two. But can you pause and like get yes, out so- if everyone agrees or is it kind of sit down and play forever? No, no. So it's certainly because there is no you're not crafting a character and there's no story like you're just playing a class. Yeah, you can pop out. And the interesting thing is if you you when you start a game i think they wait it so they try to get you started with a group that's just beginning a session okay but sometimes like i just got thrown into someone who's already on the second floor and gotcha. one thing i noticed is that there was a couple people that, that 
I'd say like within my three matches that I did to completion, a good four people just dropped out. Tech issues, oh, I got to go, whatever else. And often someone else would just come to replace them. Okay. So, so, so it's really, it's not some terrible sin to just have to like pop out if you can't like do the time. Right? Yeah. And even if you do, they got this really clean uh, numbering system. So for some of you disconnect, the number is, you know, one, two, three, four, and then you just like pop back into the game. Oh, that's perfect. That I mean, again, it's solving another thing where somebody has mm-hmm. to go, their kid's crying or something, and you can yeah. pop out. And then like, you know, Trevor gets in. He's like, all right, let's fix let's this game. This. I got it. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, Bard? God, <laughs> you're ruining it. <laughs> it was It was pretty wild. The number of kids here was a bit... In VR in general, just with my experience with VR, it's pretty bad. I don't, I don't really understand the... So it, it, you mean like there's more kids than... For, fortunately, this game, not so much. In other games, there's one called um, Population One, which is a Fortnite-like okay. inside of VR. And the kid-to-adult ratio is very skewed. Okay. Like It's very weird. And, it's, and you're listening to them, and it's like, you sound about eight which places you anywhere between 8 and 12. So, and you're not supposed to have this headset on. <laughs> like it's not I think the eight, the cutoff age is like 16, right? Yeah. I will maybe give some shed some light on that because okay. all of my 12-year-old's friends, mm-hmm. most of them have VR headsets. Oh, boysy. All right. Well, so and they play WoW. So, they're deep into wait, these games. V- in VR? No, no, no. But like, you know, they're kind of in that realm of, you know, even just RPGs. And my kid isn't. Um, I want them to be because then I could play with them. But they are, you know, when they go over to friends' houses, they Mm. come back and say, oh, my God, I, you know, got into the Oculus. And, you know, I tried this. Is the other one Vive? V5? One of those. Vive, yep. Yeah. So, like, they all have these VR headsets. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Hey, that's amazing. Like, these are not... Yeah. Well, maybe the Oculus is a little bit cheaper, but, like, usually you have to have a rig next to it or whatever. But, yeah, they're all playing these games. Uh, and even the birthday parties, like I mentioned in the show, they go to the right. VR birthday parties because they've all been in it. Like, that's oh that's goodness. what they're doing. So I don't want to be a prude. Like, look, because even just the other night, um, I was showing some stuff to my wife. I picked up with Black Friday sales. Like, I have a ping pong game, a golf game. Um, <laughs> you just went like, this. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. I'm gonna... Oh, it was a blast, especially with the uh, with the gaming PC. After, like, Black Friday, I got my gaming PC, which means I could do some PC VR. Oh, so yes. went a bit VR nuts. Uh, but I showed my wife some. Kids bust in the door. Decided to show it to them, right? And I have, like, yeah. a, fi- you know, I have a five and a seven-year-old. Way too young to be playing it. But right. okay, like come on, like put it on, like like take a look around. <laughs> my favorite part is my five year old almost took, had a massive face plant because he was trying to grab stuff in the world. Yeah, like he just wasn't connecting the dots that like you're what you're seeing isn't real, son. Right, like <laughs> like you're in a simulation. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, they'll run into a wall or yeah, fall. But like there, you're saying, but much like you, I think there'd be the distinction where it's I think the advert they advertise. I don't know if I'm almost like worried now that I'm wrong, but it feels like it was like 16 before they suggest that you start having this on your face for larger amounts of time. No, I think, yeah, PSVR, I think it was 12, 12 and under. And that's a liability thing. I imagine it's, it's probably like you were saying, if you don't have somebody around to catch you, like a five-year-old, even eight-year-old, even my nine-year-old might run into a wall or hurt themselves. Right. So 
I remember asking the optometrist when we went for an eye change, just like, right. hey, I had them play VR for 15 minutes. Like, am I wrecking their eyesight? And he's like, no. Like, it's the same as with any other screen. It's just it can be disorienting mm. um, if their eyes aren't adjusted for that kind of space. So long hours, he said no. But that's with any screen time. I'm like, well, yeah. let's, you know, cut off that conversation. That happens anyway. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> so, so I'll back up a bit here. So I, I'm, according to a website called... Uh, Mira Mirage VR. The minimum age limitation for VR gaming is seven plus. Oh, but most of the headset manufacturers set the age limit according to their hardware. Sony's PlayStation VR has restricted the age to a limit of twelve. Oculus Rift and Samsung Gear VR rate at thirteen plus, and HTC has no specific one. So it seems that as a baseline, they're saying seven, but ultimately, you know, most of the independent. The individual companies are saying like it, that should probably be more like twelve. Yeah. Now I will say though, so that that means the kids I was talking to were about in the twelve, the fourteen range. All right. Well, you're allowed, like technically. It kind of aligns with it, right? I will say like if you do longer, I don't. Have you ever had that? I had it with PSVR when I had longer game sessions, and you come out of it, and it feels like, it feels like the world is kind of scrolling. Do you, like it, it's a weird like you're on a cloud kind of feeling you're like whoa i was in there too long yeah. <laughs> i need to unplug for a bit yeah like i'll get that there's something like the dizziness like on unfortunately I, I, I tend to have good vr legs which i'm very happy about because i love the medium very much yeah but um even for myself i get some queasiness with some of the flight games or, or even the space sim with elite or the roller coaster stuff yeah, and then you take it off, and it's just like you got to give your head a shake. Like, yeah, yeah. Your face is sweaty, and your eyes are like bulging, and you're looking around <laughs> like a I'm, madman. Like, yeah, you're like, oh my god, I need to adjust to the, this reality I'm in. Oh my god, there's kids here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Oh yeah. Oh my family, right? Yes. Uh. Oh hi. Yes. Oh, all right. Dinner. Yeah, I'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Uh. <laughs> that's a cool. Uh, I don't know. That's a good outlet that you've discovered though for VR and. Just yeah, again, the, tabletop gaming, um, especially D and D. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it as two. So I think like firstly, for gaming dad with limited time, limited capability to get a bunch of people together to do it. Yeah. Um, that for me, that's one of the look I, <laughs> as a grander statement. VR, I think, gets a lot of bad press because of the nonsense going on with Meta and like the metaverse and like all these big promises about. Oh, you'll never go shopping again. You're going to put on this headset and like do a virtual shopping nonsense like that. Right. You know, it's a bunch of big empty promises that aren't particularly tied to any useful reality that we have. Right. And again, like like Facebook meta, the whole kind of dirty type of social part of it that everybody's a bit uneasy about. And accordingly, mm-hmm. the whole the whole medium, I think, is dragged down a little bit. Yeah. Instead, that what I would say is I think VR represents a lot of fascinating opportunities. Like another, I'll give you another one. It's along the same line of D and D, so l- let me hit the D and D one first. So it, I've not been able to put together a group of people to sit and play, like D and D or some tabletop RPG. And I'm also very new to it, so I've not really even had the courage to go and do it. Yeah. And instead, like you are in this world, you're amongst a, a physical board, which feels like a physical board because of how the medium is set up, and you're playing this game, and and one of the good, and this shows the power of it. Because this company, Demio, this particular game, is so perfectly crafted for VR. This is VR first. This isn't just, let's cram it into the eyes and the headset. This is, how can we 
produce the best possible experience for how they're going to go through this. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. So so it's stunning. So it represents like it, the capability, the togetherness of it, the physicality of it, and the optimum optimum experience itself to really produce something amazing. So that's awesome. I'll give you another quick example. There's this other app free called Big Screen. Big Screen VR, entirely free. And there's just all of these rooms available. So if, if you have media, if they have some channels that you can watch, you can rent movies. You, and then you can actually even rent 3D movies. Okay. As, if you, yeah, yeah. as yeah. if you go to a movie and you put on the goggles. Okay. Interesting little app in of itself. The more interesting part is people will stream from their own systems media. So it's either a movie that they own or they'll stream oh. like a live sporting event or they'll XYZ. So what ends up happening is you hop into this room and the Green Day Packers are taking on the Patriots. And all of a sudden you're in this, you're at a drive-in theater, you're at a campground, you're at a space station, you're at a movie theater. And you're staring up at this 100-foot wide television screen. And around you, with spatial audio all around you, are people like screaming at the screen. <laughs> it's like, well, ever since Brady left, I'm not so sure. It's like, yeah, I agree with you there, but I think the team still has got it. And they're just going at it. It's the communal watching experience. Wow. Right? Now, it's not, are we clear? It's not like vis-a-vis, we don't need bars and why even see each other anymore. It's not a replacement. Yeah. But again, for a busy father who doesn't really have time to like pop in to watch like a basketball or a football game amongst other people and just communicate and experience it. And even if not, like I'm not very talkative in these games. It's not like I'm screaming at the screen or, Oh, come on. <laughs> I think we've heard on this show that you <laughs> yeah. were the one very, yelling at the screen. Very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, I'll just say like being a part of it with everybody else, it, it just, it's better. Like it's more interesting. Right. Yeah. So that, so I, don't, I, would, I don't know your I thoughts would say on that. actually, yeah, everyone, what are your thoughts? Everyone should get into that kind of experience before mm-hmm. licensing gets to it and cracks down on all that streaming to other people. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Jeff, we want to make, we want to make Jeff, money off this. Jeff, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds wicked. I remember, um, again, PSVR with the big screen kind of feature. It wasn't like what you were describing, but even just watching mm-hmm. a movie within a space seems really weird to talk about you're like why don't you just watch it on tv but like you get that theater Mm. experience with those 3d elements that do happen and again if you have the spatial audio and stuff you can hear other people and and comment with them and stuff like that so i think it's another good layer another good tool much like your DD experience like Mm -hmm. you know meet up with people when you can and carve out that time when you have kids running around so it's it's more it's much like i said on my experience on the single player podcast, the or experience podcast, and last episode, it's just for gaming right now, like the, the tool set at our disposal is stunning. We have so much available to us. Like it's amazing to be able to get our game time in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would be curious. We're going to do a quick Google search here. We haven't <laughs> done a good old Google search in a while. Do the VR headsets take batteries? That's what you're Googling right now. <laughs> VR Daddy <laughs> Quest Two partnership. I'm uh, looking for PSVR Demio. Okay, uh, it's PSV Two. Can you play Demio on PSVR? Ah, uh, it's for PSVR Two. You're out of luck. 
It's probably because of the the new controllers, right? It looks like you were actually picking out the pieces, which is very yeah. difficult to do. And oh, that's right. The wand yeah. kind of style. Although I have like played some strategy games, but it's more like point and touch, like. So they could do it, but I don't know. Like- Again, it's coming. It's good. <laughs> I bet you have. I just wonder if we'd have like a a dad uh, a dad gaming night of a little bit of demio, a little bit of. Uh, D&D light. Hey, I mean, if we get up there and this show wants to get Jeff a PSVR 2, please (laughs) donate and go fund me. (laughs) Patreon. Yeah. (laughs) Go. Yeah. So the the GoFundMe would be you with a cardboard box on top of your eyes with a cutout. That's right. Like Jeff is only able to experience AR actual reality actual reality that's right <laughs> please bring him to him the touch, next level please let him touch digital that's right <laughs> all right but should, should a quest or psvr 2 ever grace your household we'll have to set up a gaming dad night Absolutely. or again like if any gaming dads are out there listening that happen to play demio and they want to hook up like let me know i'd love to go through with a listener a gaming dad and kill some hobgoblins and slimes. So <laughs> at newdadgaming, newdadgaming.com. I'm going to repeat that in the outro, which is coming up now, because we'll wrap it up here for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. As I mentioned, if you want to get a hold of the show, are you excited for Battery Daddy like we are? Do you have other Christmas gift ideas? Are you getting back into Fortnite? Are you a huge Fortnite player? Can you provide Jeff with some guidance on what it would take for him to get Geralt in the new season? Please. Do you want to hook up with Jeff for a gaming session on Fortnite? Do you want to hook up with me for some demo? All of the above. We really, as I said it multiple times in the show, I one of the greatest parts of this show in the last couple of years has been all the interaction with other gaming dads. So we love to hear from you. The emails have been stunning. Uh, same with the tweets. So toss them over. Our website, newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming. If you like the show, a subscription and a rating or a comment helps massively. We can't really understate this. Um, the To get out to as many gaming dads as possible, if you do subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a comment. It boosts it out, the signals, all the other gaming dads, so I can fill out my dungeon-going party That's right. with other gaming dads <laughs> so we can all chuckle, drink beer, and invariably lose two along the way as you have some sort of kid catastrophe. Right. Right. But what else can I say, everybody? Thank you so much. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old, nine-year-old, and a virtual Geralt. (laughs) You, okay. If there was ever, ever one way to get you into a PSVR 2 or a Quest 2 would be if they came out with a VR version. Absolutely. Oh, you would buy, like, it wouldn't even be like a week... It'd be the rumor of it coming, <laughs> and you would have your order in because you were so hot for Geralt. It's it could crazy. just be, yeah, it could be like a regular game, and it's just like this Geralt skin, and you're like, okay, all right, yes, I got to get VR. Let's that's go. It. Pre-ordered. <laughs> Next gen, baby. That's right. <laughs> all right. Until that happens, can't wait. Uh, remember, everybody, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs> <laughs>